What's up, guys? You are listening to the Toge Hour podcast. My name is Wade Best, owner of 129 Toge, and joining me are some of the area's most known individuals in the mountain pass scene. Here, we discuss the presence of US 129's Toge scene and the endless changing cycle of motorsport-related news. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Toge Hour. Today, we're going to be talking rally car. You know, the things that fly through the air, fly through the trees... And sometimes roll into lakes really fast. But they're cool because everybody loves them. Isn't that right, Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, some of these cars that we'll have on our list, and then we have some cars that we're going to be adding to the list that Austin has just found. Like Austin's always the guy that finds the, the, like, the leather suitcase that's been thrown off in a bridge. It's just got gold in it. So been sitting there Aust- for 40 years. Austin's found some pretty good stuff. Uh, so some of these cars, you'll know. Some of them, I've never heard of them before, but they've been pretty successful. So, Are we doing introductions? Are we? No. We, we always do that. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet! You've overstepped! <laughs> no. This is it, podcast. But right before we get into introductions, we'll be talking about uh, 129 Toge. Recently, if you guys know, um, that guy just hit a million views. Actually, someone just crashed. That. I heard the yeah. clap. It's like, oh! <laughs> 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 massive it congrats, to you, man. Yeah, was, dude, uh, we've been trying to hit a million views forever. We've been trying to hit and not not a million views. total. This is a million on one, one. specific reel. Specific. Yes, and yeah, it's cool to see, just from like an outside perspective, to watch how you've progressed in filming. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, man, I'm proud of the commitment that you put into it to get everyone together to time it to go up there. There's a tear going down my eye. <laughs> but there ain't no, no seriously. Crime in baseball, there ain't no crime in Toge. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. at, uh, right now, it's at a million, 1.2 million of 167,000 likes. Toge Society, right. we're coming for you. Now, I know. Is that Instagram? We're getting close. That is one. That's just Instagram. Instagram. It's the one reel on Instagram. And how many followers did you get to help that one video? Uh, right now we're at about nine thousand five hundred followers since the video got, and it's all thanks to Amber's S two thousand. I mean, we all Amber. (laughs) But we'll jump right into this uh, rally car bracket. Are we not doing introductions? We are. Hold on, (laughs) we're getting there. We're gonna do you last, actually. Yeah, I've heard that a lot in my life. (laughs) (laughs) But rally car bracket. I've got Dylan down there. Dylan Shelburne. Our, oh, I thought you were doing me last. Oh, no. No, I, you know, I thought about what you said, and I was like, we can't do them like that. <laughs> so, I've already got you an order right here on my paper anyways. My little, okay. My little paper. I've been home all week. I haven't traveled at all this week. But I, I did, I did pick, well, I don't know if, I'm not going to call it picked up. I'm driving another BMW that is very addicting. I think it's my new favorite car. Is it a GR Supra? No, it's faster. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Fine. So I've been, I've had my hands, or I've, I've had my hands on. I've had the keys to an E92 M3 for the past 24 hours, and I'm driving it to the Vintage this weekend, which is a big classic BMW thing in Asheville. And the owner has been trying to sell me the car. He has a bunch of BMWs. He's been trying to sell me the car, so he's like, "Hey, how about you taking all that nice mountain cruise this weekend and uh, let me know what you think?" <laughs> and it's nice. It's manual, which most people for some reason prefer the DCT in these cars, but. Manual V8 revs to 8250, which Wade hit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It sounds so good. Um, but it's it's one of my favorite things about it is it's 
one of the cards that I've gotten in, one of the only ones I've gotten in, and it doesn't feel too wide or too long. So like the G80 that I drove, I, I had to adjust to the size. I had to drive it and let the car kind of shrink around me. This hopped in, zero complaints, zero issues, zero adjustments, and it sounds so good. <laughs> it's the best sounding car I've ever driven. I love how it sounds. It's how a, any, I can't say this. It's how the 5.0 Mustang should have sounded. You hear that, Mustang people? Say it again for the Mustang people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) But beside Dylan, we have our Eurospec Alignment Hero back-to-back podcast champion. This man is tired. I know he is. But Douglas James Smith, how are you doing? How are we doing? Yeah, I am a little on the tired side. I've been kind of, we've had some extra stuff come in where I've just had to kind of squeeze it into the schedule, if you know what I mean. So English, (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of squeezing into the schedule, Doug, uh, I don't know. In what a few weeks, is. in a few weeks, we'll I have an update on this man. Oh, that's right. right. We we're second one. Favorite yeah. car this week? Uh, Mark II Jetta GLI. Ooh, okay. Wait, Jays? Jetta? Uh, not Jays. Oh, Ryan's. I'll show I you a picture. Yeah. Obviously not. We've had some cool cars this week. Ashley's been showing me pictures. Uh, yeah, I did that, and then I just did a, a really cool uh, C4 Corvette Grand Sport. Oh, I need to get with you on that. I need his information. I need to insure that man. <laughs> oh, that's the same guy with the rusted out C4. Okay, well, or I'll C- insure C3, that C3, one. C3, C3, C3. So yeah, every, every podcast, like, I need that guy. Need yeah, it's only got... Uh, Shout out Haggerty. Insure classic cars. Haggerty, please. Or new cars. <laughs> People forget that we insure new cars. Sorry, Doug. Yeah, it's got uh, 24,000 miles on it, too. Oh, my oh, gosh. So, yeah. Blue, blue, He's the white cold. stripe, the, the signature ones, on the, the red on the fenders, and it has red leather interior. Oof. And it is a manual transaction. Mission. Oh wow! So isn't it a convertible? Uh, it is a. I thought it was a convertible. convertible. Yeah. yeah, white top, white yeah. top. That's like I would say that's like a runner-up uh, versus the Jetta. Wasn't Je- that your nickname in high school, White Top? Uh, no, <laughs> like Shaggy Dog or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> Austin is crying right now. <laughs> Speaking of that, we have Austin Simons. Uh, he's too dead right now. <laughs> Our local uh, diesel instructor, Miata man, and new car guy. Yeah. Yeah. We left everybody on a cliffhanger last week. Hey, we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger this week. Oh, he what, didn't even drive it. so pissed time. off. Hey, you and also, you're far away from the mic. He's like, I'm not even saying. Yeah, we're just going to keep this train rolling just a little bit longer. So this you is don't stupid. Own it I hate this game. Did you buy it yet? No? Okay. Oh, well, hey, then, test maybe, maybe, but it doesn't matter. It, test it, it doesn't matter. He's getting it. Oh, so it's a dealership. When he hit, when he went third to fourth, my God. Third to fourth? Yeah. Butter. It ain't a a neon. (laughs) Mine's by Mark 5 Super. Oh, my God. Let's just say she's a ripper. Yeah, Mark 5 Super. She's a ripper. I'm going to call that right now. Okay. Mark 5 Super. That's going to be my guess. That's your guess. I'm going with Austin's budget. It's... (laughs) It's the things you push that pop. It's <laughs> <laughs> <You're laughs> the little bouncy thing. <laughs> the little toys. Yeah, the <laughs> I'm saying that's what he bought. The pop roll. Put that thing from third to fourth, man. It makes all the pops. <laughs> well, he does work at Beamer. He works at BMW. So, like, I'm wondering if something rolled through the lot that he went, ooh, over. And it screamed, take me home, daddy. He sees a lot of stuff. There. So, maybe yeah. not a Supra. Uh, it's a BMW. It's, yeah, it could be like a, a, a two series. Maybe a two series Beamer. I know what it is, but I can't tell anybody. M two This is fine. stupid. I mean, it's it's more secret than Landry's car itself, which everybody knows. What everybody Landry knows. Has Speaking of secrets, does anybody even back. know who Landry is? 
He is a secret. He's top what? secret, shipped over here in a box from top secret. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, my big question is, is have you been seeing a dog fight? What's up, guys? Uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, I'm super tired right now. Why? So Me he's too. been, he's been, been all the sleep in the world. Yeah, we should all talk at once. I <laughs> literally ran on like, I feel like I've been up for like two days. Because what you have been. You, I have. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I got a little bit of sleep in. Uh, Four hours does not count. Yeah. Wait, shout out to this man for also working hard to put out content. I know. You deserve yeah. some credit. I know. I'm, uh, plug him. Plug him right now. As the gap turns. Oh, he just sold me out. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you been trying to keep it a secret or something? Nah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, a little bit. Somebody did ask me, they're like, who is that? And I was like, I can't tell you. Literally, I have people today that are like, dude, who is this? And I was like, because they seen the video I yeah. posted and they were like, who is this? I was like, dude, he told me to keep his name. Sean said, I don't know, but he sure is good looking. Isn't he? <laughs> uh, side note, I just now figured out who this was. See, look. <laughs> yeah. Sold him out. No. no, I'm glad to be making, uh, making content again. I, I hadn't done it in a while. Like yesterday was the first time shooting video in like two years. Oh my God. But, yeah, I've just been in the, on the photo kick for a while, but no, I want to make a lot more content. It's good to get to work with Wade doing stuff like he, he's got like he's like the the itinerary that I need I just go and like freelance he's got like it almost like 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 we're talking about him today it's like uh, having an accountability partner yeah like yeah. he's awesome with that he keeps yeah. like a he, he knows where he wants to go I just go and just do this man just shows up yeah, like showed. a field day not first place not second place showed up that's he my ribbon pair, I'm taking yeah. home he got a pair of night vision goggles he can do what he wants I know he's <laughs> like where is everybody? He's just sitting there. He's, got he's sitting there in the trees. He's going to do the first nighttime photography of the dragon. Oh <laughs> Everyone's like, why are my pictures dark? He's like, uh, it's uh, 2 a.m. <laughs> no, I can do night. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I can do night not runs with no literal night runs. runs. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I throw this in really quick? Yeah, it was ahead. one day. Ashley and I were in, I think it was the two or the fit. I forget which one. And we were coming back. Sean had been up for a little bit. And we just happened to get behind him getting on foothills. I was like, oh, this will be funny. So we catch up to him on foothills because he's just cruising, going like 55, just chilling. Right. And we get up behind him and we shut our lights off. And it's just us and Sean's in front of us. And it's like one in the morning. So we shut our lights off. So Sean shut his lights <laughs> off. And he's leading. And it's just pitch black. And I was like, I don't like this game anymore. And I had to turn my lights back on. I was like, you win, man. You win. I was like, I am terrified. Like, he runs off moonlight. It's ridiculous. So the moonlight gets bright. And then once the tree tunnel hits, it's pitch black. It yeah. was pitch. I felt like someone had shut me in a dark room with Narita Dogfight Man on a mountain. <laughs> I was like, I need light right now. And I need Jesus. So, allegedly, there was a Miata that was really similar to mine last night. They drove all the way from the Overlook all the way through the lakes with their lights off. I've never seen it, but yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. Well, there's a few of them that Speaking are. I mean, mine looks just like yours. We have... You like the suspense? Thomas Cow. <laughs> Speaking of suspense. Quick update. Quick update. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to know what is suspended currently? Your I'm license. On a lift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Sir. I'm just going to head out real quick. Alleged. No. Is uh, your car done? No, it is not done. God. The engine is out of it. It's been out of it. <laughs> no, like the engine is out of the car. Cool. Like, like, brother, like, going the, home. like the, the, the trans is out, the PPF is dropped, drive shaft is down. Do you know what that means? 
the entire engine is out of the car. Now, it Austin, sit closer to the mic. It he's means. He's supposed to be building the engine sometime this week. It means it's going to sit like that for four years. Ask me how I'm <laughs> Listen, this, this is not a jazz car, Steve. Yeah, this this, this car's not a jazz one, all right? Yeah. Hey. Hey, that car still runs. It just doesn't drive. Okay, mine still so runs stands. and drives when it had the engine still in it. Oh, uh, Monday I bought my Willwood brake setup for the S2000. Oh, nice. so, Are you going to track that car, or is that going to be kind of like yes, your street I, car? I got to get it to that point, unfortunately. Not I've got, I've got to put a roll bar and put a bunch of stuff. <laughs> What's that? It was at that point stock. No, I have to put a roll bar out before you. Okay, fine. Yeah. I would also. I think S two thousands are one of the cars that I would put a wing on before I track it, with how snappy they are. Oh yeah, I would one hundred percent agree. I've watched it firsthand. Shout out to Nine Lives. <sighs> Shout out to Nine Lives Racing. If you guys need anything aero related, they just don't do wings, but they mm-hmm. mainly do wings. Good Nine Lives Racing. No. Shout out! Shout out, Johnny. Seems like a lot of S two Ks have. Oh my goodness! That's like the S2 one dominates S two thousands and Corvettes and E forty sixes. It looks like mm-hmm. he also makes a mean kit for the ninety two. I was looking at <laughs> and Miatas. I haven't bought the car yet. And Miatas and, All and Miatas. Use the code Caleb says it's cool at Nine Lives. Or that Marcus whole thing. Says cool. Caleb says Caleb it's was cool. fired after this part. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb says it's cool. But you know what else is firing? That two step off that Celica GT four in your rally car. We're not getting to that just yet. We're actually going to oh, start way with... way to tease me, Dad. No, just a little... That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say Celica GT4. God! That's I will agree, sir. But number one... You guys may have heard the, heard about this car. Going may not. In, we're going straight into the list? We're going straight into it. Talking about rally cars. Not just Group B, right? Any, not just Group B. WRC. Car. We're talking old school. We're talking... WRC, Element Land Evos. We're talking... <laughs> Mishfiring System. Polos. It is I got the Alpine A110. The Alpine A110? The old one, not the new one, right? The old one. I think the new one. They are the Frog a, Boy. Have you? The new one's a Frog Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, got LEDs in it. The new one, they are testing on Pikes Peak right now, on the rally stage on Pikes Peak. That is pretty They have a WRC new Alpine A110. So if you've ever played you know, Dirt That's Rally... You would have known about this game, or yeah. known about this car. I think this car has been in every single dirt game to begin Probably. with. I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an icon. Uh, yeah, dude, they're sick. Wait, Any Sean, rally. Can you show me a picture of the old one? Wow, they yeah. did a good job making the new one. Looks they good. look the same. They're Probably like, hey, just take that, take that homework right there, and you know, don't, yeah, don't just copy look it. at it. Don't copy it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. What's funny is it looks like if you pulled the chassis off and like flipped it around and set it back down, it would look. The cool thing about this car is, like, <laughs> when you see it, you usually see it, like, if you just, it doesn't even matter. It could be some guy of, like, 2,000 subscribers that's making a rally montage of just what's going on for an event, and you'll see one of those cars. You, yeah, 100%. Real wheel. Yeah, agreed. I've never heard about it. And they are rear-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. They well. are, yeah. The rear last... drive, rear engine. Yes. So, like, a 911 turbo. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, these things cool. would fly, man. Well, first off, first WRC champion... In general? Yeah, in general. So they were there in the beginning. When did WRC start, you know? It had to have been, like, right around the era of that car, because that car's already old. So, like, 50s, probably? Someone. I don't know. Someone looked it up. We're Somebody looking. looked that up. We're looking, we're looking. Wait, just over 700 kilograms. That is, like, 1,800 pounds. That's, like, a paper plane with a 1.8 Miata motor in it. The oh, very first year of WRC championship was 1973. Oh, that's... It was an really? inaugural season... I'm really close to the mic. 
<laughs> January nineteenth, Monte Carlo rally. Oh, you say the Monte Carlo one? It's like no, prestigious. Monte Carlo is there. <laughs> hey, that's next on that's next on my notes for this car too. It's winner of the prestigious Monte Carlo rally. So it gets put in the same category as a classic mini. I can't hear you over there with how far away you are from the mic. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you got to remember that. It puts it's in the same category as a classic mini. So there you go. <laughs> really? Austin, Austin, use those little legs. Abs- and yeah, good question. Oh, mic. also, weird thing. You mentioned a classic mini. I evaluated one of those today, and this is public information because anyone can use the Haggerty evaluation tool. Evaluation tool. Um, classic minis are appraising for about forty six thousand dollars or more. Uh, it depends on it depends oh, like on the, the old school ones. The old, yes. old, old so, like the OG minis. So yeah, no, so the OG minis, it vastly depends on what year. So not condition, to get too deep into nerdy stuff yeah, that nobody cares about. One, which is concourse level, mm-hmm. sixty eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sixty eight thousand dollars. That is for, for a, a shoebox. That is a, for a fifty nine to sixty five <laughs> era ish kind of car. Is that Morris or is that that is that would be an original Austin or Austin. Morris Mini okay. at that point? Is that why your name is Austin? Ooh. Are you named after the Mini? I might be. I thought you named after a, a Viper. Mini and Austin, so it works out. Uh, <laughs> Weren't you born in a Viper? Something <laughs> like a second gen Viper, at the very least conceived. <laughs> oh my, in a Viper. Oh my goodness. So for the Alpine, we'll do. One out of five for ratings. We'll keep this in. We'll come back. I want to come back at the very end of the list. Who's I want to be like, points? what? I got it right here. Pen and paper. Ooh, pen in hand. Yep. Pen in hand. I'm going to give it a one because I don't know anything about it. Okay. I'm not informed enough. To one wait. out of five. Wait. One out of five. I, I guess one wait. is terrible. Five is awesome. So yeah. put, put me into three for being indifferent. I don't want to I don't want to make the car look bad by giving it a one. So put me out of three because I'm indifferent. I don't know anything about it. What do you think, Doug? Uh, it's four for me. It's one of my, it's one of my like... Top 10 favorite rally cars of all time. It is a cool car. Very cool. And the blue is actually one of my favorite colors to come. Mm -hmm. It's pretty. I'm with uh, Mr. Douglas here at a four. At a four? Not a five. Wow. No, there's there's just some special cars that say that a five. Yeah, like the next one. I'm going going with a four. A four? Okay. It's definitely a vibe car. I I just realized, look at the hips on this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh. They had some pretty wide tires considering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I'm going to go with the three because I don't know anything about it. I just know I see it in a lot of the rally videos. So I've used it. That, means, that counts for something. I've <laughs> used it in dirt rally, and it is crazy the drive. It's really hard to drive. It is hard. So yes. I'm going to give it a zero. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, I'm going to rate it as a three. Um, I would give it a 3.5 to a four, but I'm going to rate it a three because if I was a little bit older, I think it would be my style, but I love it, and I appreciate it for what it is. But it's just not. It's not me. Look at him. Look at him over there. You hear the man saying about us? (laughs) It is pretty. It is pretty. It's just a vibe, dude. Look at that thing. I love. I love the whale tail at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the dual intakes come off the side. Mm -hmm. But it's not an Audi Quattro. That's right. Uh, Next on our list. Next on the list. list. You talk about Audi Quattros like a. Like the Skyline or Super of the It is the R34 of Group B. Yeah. First all-wheel drive rally car. Five-cylinder turbo engine. It was the first Audi five-cylinder turbo engine that was longitudinal. 591 brake horsepower. The torque is the big thing. But capable those. of more. Yeah. That capable was a crazy of way thing. more. Yeah, yeah. The torque is the crazy thing. Back in the, what, 80s, 90s? I'm making 600 pound-feet of torque out of a five-cylinder. <laughs> 23 wins in six years. And manual. Just imagine driving that thing. Like we've all, or most of us have probably played a video game that had it in it mm-hmm. or something. And even like I drove it in Gran Turismo 7, the new one, on a sim. 
even then I was like, I cannot imagine driving this thing in person. But it's why, like, back in the Group B days, I mean, that thing was the face of Group B, and they yeah. would find, like, fingers in the car. They would find all sorts of stuff. Like, people couldn't even finish races in that. So the guys who went and won, I mean, I think the people who, grow, who drove in Group B were some of the top-tier athletes of the world because you had to do that they were constantly. It's not like you had to go and perform for, like, an hour. It's like you are day in and day out, and then you have to recover and do it again, stage after stage. And for that car to win like that, minus what? the minus the people thing, like you're going through Group yes. B, right? Oh, okay, God. and you got these people that are coming closer and closer. So it's not only just you're on the course, but the course is being modulated by all these people that are standing there. Yeah, it's like Toge Fest times ten. It's like yeah, gravity cavity. Oh my God, Dude, that's terrifying. That gets so dangerous. I hate that. Hey, for all you people listening that go to Toge Fest, stay away from the white lines and stay, stay out of gravity cavity. Get beyond your car. <laughs> yeah, for Get the love of God, car. please move away from the white lines. I'm not going to rehash that topic because we're talking about rally cars, but you're going to end up being a rally car if you don't move away from the you're white gonna line. You're going to be a finger in the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of an Audi be, be a finger in the hood of a Subaru BRZ. Have you guys seen, uh, I hope I pronounce her name right, Michelle Mouton. Mouton, yeah. Mouton. Mouton. Yes. Dude, she is a she beast. She is one of the best world, world WRC drivers She of drove all time. The, uh, the Audi car. Yes. Wait, yes, what does she do? She was a uh, WRC driver. Oh, that's cool. And she drove the Audi Quattro. She was a very good driver. Wow. See, I think she was one of the, one of the first females to, to race in WRC. Yep. Especially back then with how... Unfortunately, sexist oh, yeah. cars were to go in there and show up a bunch of dudes. Yeah, like props to her, man. Yeah, she also that her. car gets a five for me. I mean, it, it's is that a five for you. Yeah. It's the R thirty four GTR uh, rally car. I mean, it is a pretty car, and just the amount of engineering that went into that, hundred percent gets a five. The hill climb version. Oh my god! It's the RE seventy one RS of rally cars. <laughs> Watching that thing just pitch and like the all wheel drive and how it would pick the nose up and then pitch and dude, it was cool. That's the thing that impresses me the most with. Like watching WRC drivers is how the suspension, how how much it moves, and how they're able to control it with all the the movement of the car. Like it's that's what blows it's a my lot mind. of commitment when you have yes. a loose suspension set up like that. 100%. It's a lot of commitment. Uh, wait, that'd be a five for me as well. Is that a five for the Doug man? <laughs> yes, sir. All I'm right, gonna... leather man. <laughs> that, that that sounds like a really weird term. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So it's gonna be a five for me, even though I'm not usually one to like overhyped cars. It's a five still. Okay. It it it, be, it lives up to the hype. I'm going five too. Five? Oh yeah. my gosh! This this. What about sweep. you? Is it gonna be a sweep? It's a sweep. Sweeping it, sweeping it to a five. I don't know. Are we? Depends on what you say. I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. So it's a sweep. Really love this car. Same. I'm gonna give it a one. No. <laughs> also, do the, a five. Sweep it. Also the the safety. Like there was no. Like that class, they didn't care. Like group especially B, Group B, that's that blows my mind. Like they were just gutting these cars to the absolute max, yeah, saving weight wherever they could, just sending it. So, like I said, some of these cars you may know about, some of you may not. Some of you may just have to look it up. Don't look it up while you're driving if you listen to this. But whenever you get the chance, look up some of these cars, check them out. Uh, and our next one, you may heard of, may not, Lancia Rally 037. Lancia. Yes. America, so, we say Lancia. Lancia. So, so the Lancia 037, for as much as. What? Also stared at me. Were you going to say something? Oh, that's, that's Go ahead. Yeah, he doesn't like the car. I, <laughs> I really like the car. I'm not a fan of how it looks. 
But in terms of it was, I think it was the last rear-wheel drive rally car that competed in Group B. It is kind of ugly. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and WRC too. Really? Yeah. But to have a supercharged 2.0, because they had a V6 in the other cars, I think. I think. I'm not sure. Uh, Mid-engine, lag-free, supercharged. 2.0, or 2.1, I think. V6. Right. And the 037 wasn't a V6. It was a four-cylinder. He's correct. Rear engine. But also... Mid-engine. I just found out, uh, literally right now, that they did a test car that was twin-charged. Oh my That's, god. Okay, so when I hear Lancia, I always think of that car. Yeah. So I always think twin charged, but I thought Lancia Oh wow. I thought Lancia had a publicly released car that was twin charged. Uh, they did. Um, I thought it was like the Delta like it I was the, the Delta. Delta was I, I'm pretty sure the Delta is a twin charged. The street version is. Well, we're about to find out when we look it up in a little bit. But so that way it don't take too long. The 037, it looked cool. It's mid-engine, double wishbone front and rear with supercharged four cylinder. It did make a lot of power. I don't know how much it won. But it looked okay. It was a cool looking car. Yeah. Martini. I was going to say, yeah, the Martini literally is what saves it. I think it's worth Other than that, I think I don't think it's that good looking of a car. I'm going to give it a solid two. I, think I don't like really a... care for it. To me, when I think Lancia, I think of the Delta 100%. Mm-hmm. You talk about the way a car sounds, looks, performs. The Delta wins for me all day. I think the 037 is cool, especially being a rear wheel drive mid engine. But I don't think it's Lancia's best car. So. Two. Is that a two for you? It is a two. What about you, Dougie? They can't all be three, four, fives. Okay, so there will be quite a bit of fives for me in this in this uh, section. This one will be a five because it's so iconic. Yeah, um, it is. The the Liberty, the uh, the mid engine, just oh, everything about it. I forgot. Shout out Lancia for homologating this car, and making street versions. They're at about one point three mil right now. <laughs> they made well. I guess they had to because mm-hmm. they had to compete. Yeah. Have you seen the street version? Looks way better. No. Yeah. It Looks... even has a ZF transmission. Yeah, ZF five speed. <laughs> yeah. Supra. <laughs> oh my god, that is beautiful. Have, are you looking at the street yeah, version? Yeah, in red. You oh, want to see oh, a beautiful car? The the homologated street. Austin's talking. I'm not trying to. Cry. <laughs> the homologated street version of the Lancia 37 is absolutely stunning. It looks like they took a 308 Ferrari and they just chopped off part of the front end and it stretched out. It's pretty. Apparently, it's very uncomfortable. You guys get to a Bucky's, check it out. Huh? If anyone's listening and they get to a Bucky's, check it out. And when you get to Bucky's, yeah, I was like, like Bucky's into a podcast. That's what I'm talking about. What about you, Austin? It's pretty. I think I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Um, I think it's really cool. Out of the, you know, top three launches, it's not. It's definitely the least in my opinion, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, it is a cool car. It is. It's neat. Sean, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I'm also going to give it a three. Like that's just fair for it because it is an icon car, but it's not one of my favorites. But I still respect it for what it is. Yeah, I th- I think that's that's about right where I'm at too on a three for that car, just because it being the last rear wheel drive car, martini, mid engine. Now, and that's that's really about the only thing that does that car for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way it looks. The road going car looked so much better. It does. Next one on the list. I'm going to go ahead and say it's one of my favorites, especially from the Dirt game. 
It's Pugat! 205-T16. Pugat. 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 Wade's really lucky. I'm going to say these all episode. completely wrong. The next one I'm going to call Pugat. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give this one a two because I don't know anything about it. I said three, but I feel like three is right. You never use this car in a video game? I think really? you, start, you start out with this car. Like they For make as much them. as like I'm into cars, I don't know a whole lot about this car. So, just to clarify here, this Peugeot made hmm. 550 horsepower in it its E2 form. Which is this the T16? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this car was also the first car to dethrone the Audi Quattro. Man. I'm ignorant. I had two different. On this one, I had two different. A mid-mounted turbo speed. engine, 400 brake horsepower. Hmm? 400 brake horsepower. 550 is what I'm reading in E2 format. That's the E2. Oh, you're reading the stats off the post band. I do know about that because mm-hmm. that's when everybody got caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out how much cheating the group. You should throw that thing into here because the car that cheated isn't on this, so we won't talk about it. Uh, is it? Let me see the list. No, it's not. The only Ford on here is the RS200. And the Focus RS, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing no. looks good. I Throw it in there. We're talking about cheese. It's, it's I had the, a it's completely the different oh, car. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's not. That's the old Focus RS. That's right. Man. Pretty cool. I mean. Good teaser for everyone listening. Would have been the yes. most success, successful WRC car if Group B wasn't disbanded at the end of the 1986 season. So what's cool about the Peugeot is the fact that they, instead of making it a longitudinal mount in, engine like the Audi Quattro, they turned it and made it lower center of gravity, therefore giving it transverse mount, basically making it a better handling car over the Quattro. Hmm. The Quattro would be twitchy in and out of switchback corners where the Peugeot was more steady. Because they look very similar. They I mean, do. they're pretty very. close. We're talking very. about 550 horsepower in a less than 2,000 pound car. Yes. That's nuts. <laughs> All wheel drive still. That thing's like the it's a four lobby car. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's That thing had to have been one of the sketchiest it's, things to it's, drive. It's a car where you would take into a Forza lobby if you abused the power rating in Forza Motorsport. For me, it's a very respected car, too, because of Gran Turismo. I believe it was in Gran Turismo 3 or 4, whenever they had the rally stages four. in it. Okay. Um, I think it was 4. But, yeah. Old PS2 game. I, I don't know. I want to know what the diffs were like in these cars. Dude, they had to been yeah, well, like now, super strong. Like, look at the Geo Corolla has a clutch pack diff, and it can't even make it through the dragon. <laughs> Twice without it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, these cars were, I mean, absolutely... At the limit for hours on end, sometimes getting flipped, getting hitting rocks, and just mobbing. I want to know what these diffs were. Like. So you see they the were actually made by ZF on this one in particular. The differentials, <laughs> the, the, dia- the differentials, and it was twenty five percent front and seventy five percent rear. Suck it, Jerry Corolla. Oh my god! With a spiral bevel gears. Oh, if, for those engineering nerds. Wow. <laughs> so what would you rate it? Two. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? From what I've learned just talking to everyone, you learned a lot. Four. Okay. That amount of engineering, and for it to be so good, it took down the king. That would be like something taken down an R34 GTR, so Cobalt SS. <laughs> for those that, oh, yay, I haven't said this on the podcast. For those that don't know, the Cobalt SS, the turbo one, oh, is no. faster than an R34 GTR around the Nurburgring. Oh, someone is disappointed. A manual turbo. Cobalt SS is faster than the R34 GTR around the Nurburgring. 
And that is what the Peugeot did to the Quattro. It is the Cobalt of Ruby Relic. Dang. I respect it. <laughs> I'll give it a four based entirely off of looks. I feel like it's not near as pretty as the Quattro. No. Oh, it's I got you it's there. better because yeah. it dethroned it, yada, yada, yada. But I don't think it's as attractive as an Audi Quattro. When I see an Audi Quattro on the road, which is never. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, when I seen two homologated ones at Radwood in Charlotte. Yeah, we did. I was yeah. much more attracted to those than I was the, the Ferrari 208s. So there you go. I think, I think this one's still a five for me as well. Okay. This one, this one, I, I really like Bujo. Okay. This Sean, one. I'm gonna give it a four. Four? Yeah, it's. <clears throat> they look good, but something about it. I think it looks like a, a door wedge. It's, it's just made to <laughs> perform. Yeah, yeah, it's not as pretty as the Quattro. It's here. It, it it's looks like the shape of a Flintstone gummy. <laughs> look, at, look at a picture of it it's in Hillcon format. Diseases. It's going to blow your mind. I'm going to rate it a four as well. Yeah, I'm just sitting here looking at the... Is that the gas tank? Is that like dual gas? Something? It has like? to be. That had to be. Well, that'd be smart for Riley. Well, it's it's mounted right beside the exhaust. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's mounted like right to the... Well, I, guess that, I, mean, I guess that doesn't matter. Yeah, we're sitting here like looking at, looking at pictures of these all these cars... As we're going through here, I am. I'm also going to give it a four. It, it it didn't. That that's really all I'm going to say is it, it just <laughs> it it just doesn't it doesn't do the looks for to me. It's not the prettiest thing to look at. Yeah, but it's still better than it's it's still some, performed right? very well. The homologated version looks. I think the homologated version looks better than the rally yeah. car itself. Oh, that looks so good. Oh, next. Austin's gonna love this next, next. one. MG Metro Six R Four. So, quick question: Did it win a whole lot? Yes. Really? The With a naturally aspirated V Six. So this one actually it had That's... twelve to one compression V Six. Holy! So it might as well have been a J thirty five. This thing, I. I will always adore the MG. Yeah, let Austin run on this so, one. So, I, yeah. 2019 Import Alliance. Okay. I can only remember a handful of cars from that car show because it was it was, it was a long time ago. And frankly, a lot of trash to sort through. And there wasn't a whole lot of cars that just stuck out to me. Fair. Two cars did. One was just a really cool Nissan Presence because I've just never seen one in person before. It had like TVs in the back. I just thought it was neat. Yeah. It, it tickled my fans. The other car was an MG Metro the from the Lane Motor Museum. Oh, the black one. Yes, black the black yellow. with the yellow uh, windows. Yeah. So that car, literally, I sat in there and stared at that car and drooled on it for like an hour. Did you know what and it was back that, then? And then after that, huh? Did you know what it was back then? Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. As soon as I saw it, I beelined up through the paddock. I walked past every vendor and uh, all these other cars that were supposed to be really cool. You know why I'm here. What, what makes it cool? Because Austin likes the weird things. I do. Other, other than looking like the Peugeot and having a naturally aspirated V6 that revs to 9,000, what makes it cool? I, for me, it just I just thought it was just a cool, a transverse mounted V6 hatchback. Oh, I'll tell you what makes it cool. Did you know that the Metro, the same engine was used in the Jaguar XJ220 supercar? Except that it was a V8, wasn't it? No, it should have been the same one, except the one in the supercar ended up getting the force induction, correct? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you're right. Yes. The, but I know the engine in the MG is derived from the Land Rover V8. So what you're saying is, 
that Land Rover is a supercar. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the shape of that. Yeah, this is basically a, a Rover V8 engine with two cylinders. So when you look up this car, if you don't know what it is, the 6R4, most of the time when I see the car, I think of the white and blue livery that's on it, right? Uh, I just see one that has the red, yellow, and white livery, and that looks good, too. Ronald yeah, McDonald awesome machine. But mm-hmm. I, I mainly know it for the white and yellow one, or uh, the white and blue one with the yellow banner. Yeah, I'll give it... I'm going to give it a two. A two? Bruh. Keep yeah. in mind, this car was... T- I didn't realize this. I'm on a website that actually does a really, really good job uh, of, like, depicting all these cool Group B rally cars. It's called rallygroupshrine.org. Mm-hmm. Plug them. Say it again. Yeah, no. Rally, uh, rallygroupshrine.org. <laughs> I'll see it right here. Uh, and it's really, really cool website. They go through every st- statistic. I mean, it's showing me it was two and a half turns lock to lock. Mm-hmm. Huh? On these cars. Or what? Two and on a half the MG metro On the yeah. metro. Man, you sneeze and you're drifting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, for me, this is going to be a five. Uh, this is. I actually think this car is more attractive to me than the Audi Quattro. Whoa. Ooh. Uh, I, I think it looks like an Audi Quattro had a little baby. And this mm-hmm. is it. I it was uh, awesome. To me, my son it was introduced a year before Group B was banned. So oh, it didn't really stinks. get a time get to, to take off. off. Yeah, but Austin, you said it won. What did it win? A lot of hill climbs. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It did a lot of well, hill Pikes climbs. Pikes Peak back in the day was, was not pavement. No, I do know about that. It actually talks about Pikes Peak and the and the, and the <laughs> so Paris to car. Oh, okay. Eventually, I'm going to sneak in a car that... It did a... I got a couple of... I mean, sneak it did. It, it ran Pikes Peak. It also ran a bunch of other uh, events. I'll, I'll sneak in at the end. What do you think, Austin? You know, what are you rating it? This one's a six. A six? We're only on the five. Do you want to put a six? Don't do that. It's a six to my in my eyes. It's a six. So I'm gonna put five, and I want to put a number six above it because we'll know that was you. (laughs) What do you think, uh, Sean? I'm going with a a solid like three point five. Are we doing point? We're doing half. Uh, we'll do okay, half. Well, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. A four? Okay. I was wondering four. which way you would go over there. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize this. Just I'm going to go four. Real quick. Go ahead. You're good. 700 horsepower is what these V6s. Oh, Some of these guys got these V6s to go towards. Wait, there's no... Bro, that's oh, a lot. They ran that out of, like... They ran that, or is that what they got it to? There's uh, no way. Later on, I'll read, I'll read this part of it. Later on in Metro 6, uh, 6R4's Rallycross career, several owners... Uh, resorted to oh never mind sorry resorted to turbocharging. Oh, still, boom. oh yeah. two two. <laughs> My bad. Put it out of one. I didn't read the full. I didn't read the full thing. Still, get that but man off the list. What are you still like? seven hundred horsepower in that car? Three, a three. Yeah. Okay. Just mainly because it was introduced a year before Group B was disbanded, it didn't get a really. It didn't have that much time out in the world of WRC, so it's a solid three. Uh. The next car, we got a hot boy coming in. Is a hot boy hero car that I've still never seen in my life. There's one in Charlotte, and is it's there all re- white. Oh man, it's the one that is it on Regus. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, saw, saw, I saw a reel today that it was like uh, Rega Masters over T37s. Yes. T37s or the new RPF one was the caption. <laughs> yes. oh, I was like, oh, spit it. Yeah, Luke Think about did that. Two and three on Regus. Chef's Kiss. Absolutely. Mm. Ford RS 200. Speaking of Chef's Kiss. That is a that, Chef's Kiss. I don't even have to get into it. It's a five. Shout out Shout out to the late Kim Block, by the way. Yep. It's a four for me because it murdered the most people. That's why it's a five for me. 
You got, I think, you got the oh, stats on it, Statman? Since I'm, you got the I'm, website? I am digging through them right now. I found a cool fact about it. And what is that cool Fiberglass fact? body built by Reliant. That's and you know which old. Reliant? Mm-hmm. The one that made the Reliant Robin. Oh my god. I yep. think my favorite thing about the car is the on-the-go trans, uh, transfer to go from rural drive to all-wheel drive, depending yep. if you were doing asphalt or gravel. I knew about that. And I think that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Um... Also, 104 octane is, is the minimum fuel rating for it. Oh, Did you say 104? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, my so, God. So, Mark, <laughs> by the way, I'm going to plug this. Tons of Gas is his Instagram, and he's the one that had all the cars at Radwood, the RWB. Yeah, yeah, He owns all, and he has an RS200, and Vince made a reel with that car recently, and he pops, like, the back, and he shows the, the fill, and it says, still, it's an old sticker. And it says, fill with 104 octane only in all caps. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and you, you talk about, like, a company, because all these cars primarily are made by, like, French, Italian, European companies. And for Ford to come in yeah. and be like, we're going to make this car that's going to kill everybody, have this crazy amount of technology in it. What did it What did it make for power, Austin? Um, 454 mm-hmm. brake horsepower oh. from mid-mounted turbo 1.8. Why can't Miatas do that? So, yeah. <laughs> so something I find kind of interesting is oh. their um, differential settings. So 37% front, 63% back was one of them. Okay. 50-50, and then obviously 0-100 for the rear-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. But the 3763 is such an oddly... Dip- a very it's oddly an accurate, oddly number. specific, yeah. yeah, specific. Thank you. I wonder if at forty sixty it was too much front bias, and at thirty seven it was too much rear bias, and they were like, instead of adjusting the car, we're going to adjust the split. Yeah, because at that point you've built the whole car, and I, I wonder if they just did some reverse engineering on that one, which also leads to a lot of crashes. Which this car, not saying it was two massive crashes that triggered. Mm-hmm. Some of the movements that ended Groovy. Yep, absolutely. It was one of them, but... Uh, isn't one of them the infamous video where it's a white one, right? And it's coming down the hill and it just snaps right into a crowd of people? Yeah, mm-hmm. it killed like 13 people. Yeah, mm-hmm. And there was another one. I don't think it was an RS200, uh, but there was another car that um, that shot into them. That's, that's what caused Group B to... That was a final straw. Like, I don't remember what that. car it was, though. So one of the other wrecks that the RS200 is known for is, I don't know where, I think it was in Italy. It was in some deep forest, obviously. And they flew off the side of a cliff. <laughs> and, like, I mean, like, full tilt sideways. And the car rolled into a tree and just exploded. Mm. There's a video of it on, like, the old Group B rally, you know, YouTube compilations. And there's a video of it. And I th- I'm pretty sure it's an RS200. And because it looks like it from the top, and it is, I when they reference why Group B was disbanded, that video gets played a lot, and it is eerie to see. So when you say exploded, do you mean like actually explode, like fireball? Oh, like mushroom ball fire, everything. Have you guys seen the B two hundred? That's what I was. Which is the prototype of it? Yeah, let me see. The B two hundred is weird. Ew! It looks like a talon. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's it actually looks like an eagle talent. Yes, yeah, oh, it does. No, it looks like a geostorm. Oh, kind of. Yeah, even worse. Well, what's your rating, good sir? Five. Okay. It's also one of the only on these lists that's kind of more legendary that I've seen in person. I want to see one in person. They yeah. look so cool, Dougie. Also, 
Quick shout out to Mark who owns the car. He drives it on the street. <laughs> Is it the same Mark that oh. owns all those cars? Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Brunt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. he's like a like an older gentleman. No, no. Still the RS two hundred, right? What did I see yeah. a video where a guy was getting pulled over driving one of these? No, yeah. Mark, Mark's like like a, almost fifty. I think he's like forties. But there's a, a reel of him that that got put up on his Instagram on tons of gas. He's driving it on the street around Charlotte. I seen a video it was about a month ago. A guy got pulled over driving RS two hundred. Oh yeah, it's somebody else. I don't know what you're talking about. That was over in UK. Okay, because okay. okay. Mark's is white on white. Yeah, this one was livery. Four because it just killed the most people. Four. <laughs> okay. I think I'm with a four on this one. I think it's really cool, but I think the only I. For me, it's it's the twin stick transfer case. Yeah, that's that what is cool. That's just that's, like for me. That's, that's like that's the coolest thing. And but it's not quite cool enough to put it to five. Yeah, I'm going four two. The picture with the wing on it, man. Wing looks. Oh similar. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're on the website. Yeah. I'm going to do a five on this one. One of my favorites. I've always loved this as a kid. I'm also going to set it at a five because I love the way it looks. I think it looks better than the Quattro. Really? Ooh. There you go. Whoa. I said it. Whoa. That's pretty good rating for the RS two hundred. Oh my god! Oh, here we this go. is the one. If it's, which I know someone's going to disagree with it. This car is way better than a Quattro to me. Toyota Celica GT four in the house. No, I agree with you hundred percent. This is my favorite of all times. <laughs> five. I'm not. You don't even have to go to me. Five. Sorry. Yeah, it's just a five. <laughs> just a sweep. Yep. But this is called cheating. Do you have the fact on how they got caught cheating? Uh, yeah, I don't have it wrote down, but they got caught cheating something for the anti-lag system. Uh, I I, I can actually pull it up because I read something on it earlier. Um, but we'll go around anyways while you're pulling this up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so most successful Japanese rally car. I was about to say you should start with this because you know the most four wheel drive and front engine, front engine four wheel drive car that dominated, mm-hmm. especially in the nineties. I love this car for the flip ups that it has. I love this car for the Flip quad ones. headlights. Yeah. We're not talking about the four eye one? It was the We're talking one. about both because they're pretty much the same, but the headlights changed. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm thinking. Thanks to U.S. Think road of, laws. I'm thinking about the ST205, the four eye mm-hmm. with no pop ups. That's the one I think of. That's the one I think about, too. Okay. But we're also thinking oh. of the like the like when they first threw that castor wrap on it, too. Yes. With gotcha. the flip ups. Someone did that. Someone put that on a new GR Corolla. Yeah. That was, was like, good. interesting. So it had to do with the turbos on it. Yeah, I can't remember. It was just something with the turbos. Um, I'm, I'm reading about it right now because Car Throttle actually has a full article on it. Wasn't it something where the... I could be wrong, but the... I guess the turbine, like, when they would rev higher, it would move back? Yeah, so yes. Yes. basically so what I'm... That's saying. what... So that is the uh, Toyota Turbo cheating scandal was... It really, the actual, yeah, this is... Oh my god, there's a whole diagram. There's a whole diagram yeah, of it on Car Throttle's website. Like, before I even seen that, I'm just glad that I remembered yes. that. Like, I, it was <laughs> I figure that out. I, I don't know how Toyota engineers did it, but Toyota forced them to use the Celica as a base for their WRC car that year, and it wasn't really ideal for that purpose. But their engineers figured out a way for, like, to make sure, you know, because the governing body installs the restrictor plates on the turbos, not the teams. So the way that Toyota engineered the way to bypass the restrictor plate was if it when it was full throttle, it was engineered in a way to uh, 
the turbo intake completely bypassed the seals around the restrictor plate. Yeah. Gave him an extra 50 horsepower. Yeah. Somebody was sitting there is like, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, yeah. one of the best sounding rally cars of all time. Dude, fantastic sounding car. So good. Like, I, I just think mm-hmm. that engine. And also, part of it being Japanese is it's one of the only ones on this list that's yeah. affordable. You can still go out yeah. and buy, like, the homologated version of this car for, like, 25 grand. Made tons of them. They, yeah. They're all over Europe. It's and if ridiculous. you didn't want a homologated one, dude, they're Celicas everywhere. Oh, yeah. And also, you can buy a lot of behind Bob's Burgers. shed down the street. A lot of people <laughs> swap the 3S GTE into MR2s. And so the engine's super popular. I just think Toyota, 80s and 90s Toyota, what? Oh, just I see him looking at couch, oh. just doing a yeah. fat rip. <laughs> 80s and 90s Toyota, I think, was some of peak engineering. A, a lot of Japanese, but Toyota had their hands in a lot of different areas, and they did a great job everywhere. Yeah. So it's a good thing that you yeah. said peak engineering, too, because this car itself dominated most of the WRC career. Like, I can see why. I mean, it was a fantastic car all, all around. Do you have so, overall wins? Uh, I do not. Not on this list. Um, I ran out of room on this page. But, five for you? Yeah. Doug? Five. Right. Oh, yes, sir. Because, it's, sir. because for the people that grew up watching this win, they can go buy the homologated car. Mm-hmm. You can live in part of this. You can't go buy that Peugeot unless you are stacked. Yeah. An Audi Quattro, good luck. Yeah. An like S1. Yeah, you're looking at probably two mil, more than a Carrera GT, for an overhyped four wheeler, for a box, yeah, <laughs> for, a, for a turbo box. But yeah, so it, that's part of the reason I really like it because it's Japanese, it's affordable. I'm awesome. curious to what he's going to say. He's going to give it a four. It was going to be a four, but honestly, because I love when racing teams cheat. Five. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 And because when racing teams cheat. Things get better. Yes. yes. Yeah, I agree. Cheating yeah. yeah. brings innovation. Yes, yep. it does. So I'm giving it a five too. Just yeah. some, which I know most, there was a lot of teams that cheated in WRC, but this one like they the, cheated the best. Yes. <laughs> hey, Wade, what so, is it for you? A five. Oh, what a surprise! Five. Hundred <laughs> percent. Sweep. Yeah, that's a sweep. That's uh that's the second one. Audi Quattro level. That's yeah. thirty points. That is a perfect score. Wow. And if you've made it this far, in oh the my podcast, god, this could be another sweep. <laughs> Maybe I don't, no. I, don't know if they I, I promise you, it's not. You don't I, think I, so? No. <laughs> so if you made it this far in the podcast, then we're about to hit two big ones that resonate with ones. a lot of people. Yep. Speaking of like road going cars and things like Colin that. McRae. Colin McRae and Subaru the President of York. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going. What years are we just talking about the STI in general? So we can bring it all the way up to the modern day. But I was originally just going to hit 1993 to 2008. Mm-hmm. That's so. a pretty hefty year range, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Which part of why the STI is obviously you like the old rally videos that you can have on at like one in the morning watching Colin McRae just wipe everybody. Like it's it's cool, and I think Subaru's involvement and their ability to bring that car to the U.S. It wasn't like a Japan only car or Europe only car. It was brought to the U.S. They had really cool versions. You had the twenty two B. You had the S. Oh, not the S209, but like the VA, I think is the STI, like the R, so many different trims of STIs, like special trims, homologation trims, um, how accessible the car was, almost like the Celica, but even more so. Mm-hmm. 
So to me, it gets a four. We can sit here and talk about STIs all day. Shout out to anybody that has a Subaru. Go work on your engine. <laughs> Ring um, lens. <laughs> I, I blew up a brand new Subaru engine. But yeah, I think that car gets a four just because it doesn't have the same ounce of specialness that all the other cars have, especially something like the Quattro S1 or the SD205. It doesn't have that type of je ne sais quoi that the other ones have. When you see it rolling down the road, you're like, oh my God. Like, if we go outside and we see an SD205 out there, we lose our minds. If we see a, an old Impreza RS, we're just like, oh, okay. Now, if it was a 22B, whole another ballgame. Yeah. yeah. But there is one around here that has the, uh, like, Colin Gray yes. livery on it with yeah. the stars. Tim Smith, I think, used to own that used car. Used to. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yep. And every time I see it, I'm like, man, that is cool. See, it, it used to come to Harper's Cars and Coffee a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not really? seeing it in a while. I haven't seen that it in probably years. When, probably when Tim owned it. Shout out to Subaru for just influencing a whole generation. It's like our generation was influenced yeah, by that. Seriously. So I love the old GC8 body style. That looks so good. Didn't Ken Block even drive for Subaru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subaru? yeah at some point, yeah. yeah. Ken Block, uh, Travis, 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 Travis Pastrana. Travis Pastrana. He I still think drives he still for drives for Subaru. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he does. Man, the video where he rolls that one, like, I don't know how many times he rolled it. <laughs> so are you talking about the X Games one where. So I he, think cut, was, he hops over that hill and. And just loses it and flip. And the cameraman, like, he about took out a cameraman. Oh, my there's God. Actually, Wait, was there's, this the X Games or a rally stage? This is a rally stage. Oh, wow. And he, there's a there's obviously outside footage of the car, but there's also a camera inside. And the the force when he was flipping, it pulls his arms out of the window. He, he Lucky he didn't lose oh, his arm. no. And then he, it's funny because he lands, he looks at his co-driver, he's like, you all right? He's like, that was hell of a ride. <laughs> there's a video, and I, someone's got to correct me, I'm sure. But I think it's Travis Pastrana and Colin McRae at X Games, like years and years mm-hmm. and years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yes. And they are neck and neck on one of the last stages, and Colin McRae flips. And there's an in-car view of as Colin McRae is flipping, he goes from third, neutral, first, lands, and launches it. <laughs> as he lands, he's like a, like a turn and a half in the air. And he's still upside down at like an angle. And he's going, like, well being upside down, hand on the wheel, third down to neutral, over to first, lands, launches the car, and barely lost to Travis. Man, that's like an initial D move. That's yeah. like, he's like, I'm not actually losing this car. We're going. <laughs> yeah. So, over. all that being said, it gets a four because it is very cool, but it's it, there's just not that special essence that it has for me. And also, I blew up a super engine, so I hate it. I've blown up two super engines now. So, I don't like Subarus. I will go with a four as well. Um, I feel like they're great cars. I mean, especially since they have so much rally heritage. I mean, they have a color named after them. World Rally Blue. You know the thing about that, don't you? Yeah, you don't know. That is the color of my brother's 2023 Subaru BRZ. Yours is the... Yeah, mine's World Rally Blue. Yeah, Yeah. this is also... Um, Yeah, it's it's, a four for me. Did Um, you play the... You would be more... Out of everyone here, did you play the Colin McRae rally game? I did play a little bit of it. Uh, at that time, I wasn't big on um, a lot of like simulation style racing games. I was more into like arcade esque mm-hmm. um, growing up. But I mean, Colin McRae, that was PlayStation One, correct? So if that was PlayStation One, that came out when I was probably nine, ten years old. So again, I just wasn't fully into it at that time of my life. But I wish I was because then I could fully experience it. That'd be cool. Um, you know, instead, of, I I fell more in love with uh, Sega Rally Championship. That was like my first real introduction to rally games. So, but four for me. I'm sorry, guys. Oh no, he's gonna, he's gonna, hit gonna do it too. Christ. 
So, normally I'm going to do a two, but because of my, I do have some respect for Subaru, just for the reasons we'll that you stated, of that, you know, they did, you know, inspire a whole generation, and frankly, I'm glad that they've dumped so much money into the motorsports, so that gives them a three, moves them from a two to a three for me. It's only because the name doesn't sound like a cigar company like Peugeot. <laughs> so you're going with a three or a two? I'm going with a three. Okay. I'm going to go with a four, just like these guys have stated. There's so much heritage that is around Subaru. And That's the perfect word for it. I couldn't think of that. What? I absolutely agree. Heritage. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a ton of heritage. It is. like so going much. Oh, Harley thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with a four. Mine would be a five. And the reason I say that, one, you hit it nail on the head. Heritage. But also, like, being able to see the car... Go to the hot version Gunzai with um, I think Peter Solberg was driving it. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Is that the one where they're doing a bunch of donuts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, yeah. just immediately goes out there and rips it. And but, just, that, but that's that is exactly what Sean's talking about with the outreach, right? Subaru didn't just hop in WRC, win some races, have a team. Mm-hmm. They brought stuff over here. They did demonstrations back in the '90s and early 2000s. They still do them. Yeah. That I mean, look at Dirtfish. Yes. I yeah. mean, all these crazy things that Subaru didn't have to do, but they said, we're doing this for the enthusiast, and we're just hoping that it works. And unlike their engines, it actually did. <laughs> <laughs> so it won um, three drivers' championships and constructors' championships, too. That's so impressive. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, five for me. I'm also going to give it a five because, for me, it was one of the – First rally cars that I seen that I fell in love with. Fair. Speaking of also rally. being able to see like when uh, Scott Speed came up to the oh my god, how did we forget about that? I was gonna say, but that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, with Subaru's outreach, they didn't have. Do you know the amount of money? Do you actually know the figure that they spent to shut that road down? Oh, not the road, but also the car, how much it... Like, just being able to see, like, a... a they had trash bags of leaves. Yeah. By the way, that car's over a mill. Yeah. Yeah. That car's over And being a mill. At, like, seeing... I got to talk to one of the mechanics, uh, me and my buddy Will. We got to go up and actually watch them film this. Yeah, man, I was there. Oh, that's there. right. You were there. Yeah. Man, yeah, that, was, that was an experience. Because people, people kept coming up. So, Scott was out doing his thing. And Sean's car was parked next to the trailer. Oh, yeah. I did. I pulled him right yeah. in. People kept thinking it was Sean's car. It did. The funny thing, we're sitting there. Because he matches the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Got the, and I had the, I don't know if I had the, no, I didn't. But I pulled up next to Scott Speed's car and took some pictures. And then I backed in and he rolls up. He had just came back from lunch and he walks up. He's looking around my car and he was like, he was like, nice car, man. I was like, thanks. He was like, he was like, what else done to it? And I was going over just a little bit. He was like. I don't know what any of that means. I thought he was messing with me. He Scott doesn't he doesn't know a lot about cars. He's just a driver. Like, he, he just knows he drive. He knows I how feel to drive. Like really, really high level drivers don't know that much. Like they couldn't yeah. tell a Fortunato mm-hmm. from a BC. Coil and that, that's ex- like I was going into like my suspension stuff and like just that little aero bits and stuff. And he was like, I don't know what any of that means. Like he was, I thought he was messing with me. He yeah. was dead serious. And I that's like, crazy. I was like, wow. I was like, he is a like he is a driver. I will tell you, you start talking to that man about mountain bikes, he'll lose. His oh yeah, ever loving mind. But I can forever say that Scott Speed told me my car was cool so that's that is cool yeah but yeah but that's what i'm saying with Subaru's outreach they didn't have to do that they didn't have to spend all the money but they did it and now they're nominated for an emmy for that video shout out killboy for filming that thing 
too. And way. also, the I cannot think of the drone guy, the dude that flew the drone. He oh, killed no. that. Yeah, it's like Chris FPV or something. I don't know, but yeah, that the guy, the film crew, just being able to see that entire thing unfold, like man, that was that was a treat. One of my favorite shots, continuing on this, is he came under the bridge at Parsons. Yes, That's exactly. Yes. Like what up, else? Yeah. yeah, and up as like Scott's drifting, and also guys, just because that video, he crosses the double yellows. The, this is one of the only times the road was actually closed. The road was yeah, shut the down. road was <laughs> yeah. actually shut down. I yeah. think this is the second time they've actually closed the road down. One time they closed it down for when the new Supra came out. And uh, what was your point at? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they shut down the road for when the new Supra came in. It wasn't to the extent of this, but yeah, that's that's the only. Everybody's always going on about like times the road's been shut down. The, the road's been shut down twice. Twice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yep. that time where there was a the little mudslide or something that shut it down? Oh, that. Well, that was over in. Yeah. Uh, where was that at? That was over in your neck of the woods, wasn't it? Well, no, they, it was on the dragon. No, you're thinking of down by the lake when the rocks slide. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was a tornado. For everybody <laughs> watching this, go to. I think it's on YouTube. Type in "Tell the Dragon Rock Slide" and it'll pull up a video. There's a uh, there's a cop standing out in the road. And there is this ma- like I'm talking massive rock slide that it covers the entire road and went over. Yeah. This, right down by the lake, right down by the lake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Massive. There's a they're sitting there. It's the, the news broadcaster is documenting this. This car comes flying by and runs up into this rock pile. He never seen it. And the mm. cop goes, Oh, and he runs over there. The guy gets out of the car, he goes, I didn't even see it. I can't even see this <laughs> massive oh, rock slide. Yeah. It is hilarious. <laughs> all right, we can talk about supers all day. What you got, Doug? Uh, oh, I already we already rated it. Oh, okay, yeah. we already rated. Where you been? <laughs> we already. Uh, I've just been story. listening to the the rock slide story. The rock yeah. slide. Which okay. can this car go over? It's the Mitsubishi Lancer Evo. Land five. Evo five five. Is that engine a five? Evo five? No, I'm talking rating. Oh, five. It was one. Of, I I so, got I got to meet a left hand drive. Tommy Mackinnon, Evo 6. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite cars. That's literally oh, yeah. what I have pulled up right now. Yeah, so I will never forget yes. going to the Lane Motor this Museum. This is a seminar. And so I had to meet with them to go over like a sponsorship that Haggerty was doing with them. And the woman, Re- Rebecca, who's one of the main curators for the museum, she's like, do you want to see the vault? I was like, duh, of course I do. We go down there, and it's color organized. Have you been under there? Also? Oh, yeah, I've been there yeah. three or four times. Yeah, so, and I turn... And in the sea of red cars right there, so a group of probably 30, 40 red cars, on the front is a Tommy Mackinnon Evo 6. That's like, a really cool car. Like, and it's left-hand drive, too, which it makes it somehow even cooler to me because most of them are right-hand drive. Yeah. But um, just seeing that, that's one of the only cars I go to see in person. And, dude, I felt my heart beat in my ears. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. And I one of my first cars was a 1G Talon TSI. So, like, I've always been a little bit partial to Evos. Mm-hmm. One of the best driving cars still to this day that I've ever driven is an Evo 9. And it was, like, OEM Plus. It had, like, tires and brakes and stuff. But Is it, that Cody's? No. 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 I want to drive Cody's whenever <laughs> it gets done. Shout out Dana or whoever is working on that car still. <laughs> Shout out Cody. Let me drive it. He has a 7 front end on that. It's a 9.7, yeah. I guess is what it would be called. But the Evo, when I drive cars, still to this day... Is the Evo is one of the comparisons that I make. I say, does this feel like driving that Evo 9? And it's the Evo 9, the R32 GTR are the top two for me, but the Evo, all of its history, 
all the things it did. It was always second place to Subaru, but it managed to compete and win consistently, especially with Tommy Mackinnon behind the wheel. So I can sit here and talk about Evos all day. It <laughs> automatically gets a five for me. A lot of the reason I'm into cars is because of Evos. I've never really been a huge fan of the Evo itself. Um, you should drive one and not a 10. Don't drive a 10. Yeah, not a yeah. 10. If you can ever drive an Evo Everyone says nine, Evo 5 is... That's one of the cars I thought about getting, an Evo 5 RS. Oh, also, fun fact, the Evo 9 RS, sold in the U.S., was one of the last modern cars to come without ABS. Really? Wow. It had, I think, I'm pretty sure it had roll-up windows, like no radio, and no ABS. What an analog car! Oh yeah, my gosh! in 2006. That's insane. That's cool. Did you ever see any of the old photos of Daryl's old Evo? Oh, you mean the one he had out last year? He had it out at the TV filming day. The silver one. I thought he sold it. Nope. He has it, and it has the old Killboy font on the side. Yeah. It's nope. He had it out at the, the Netflix interview thing. Good. He had it parked on the side I of the store. I would have bet money that he sold that car. Huh. It's one of the only cars he still has. Wow. And I, I pulled up to the store because I've, I've obviously been coming up here for a while, and I've seen it three times in like nine years. I don't think I've seen it. But like once. <laughs> and I, I was coming down from shooting because that's back when I shot yeah. for Killboy. And I was coming down in the 8.6 and I saw it. And I said, there is no way. But also, Daryl, you make a good amount of money. Put some real wheels on that car. It has PSRs <laughs> on it. It has reps on it, man. But I saw that and that's one of those where like your heart kind of flutters a little bit when you see that. Because for someone to own that, they really have to care. Because there are so many better cars for the money. There are similar driving experiences. So to have an Evo, shout out to anyone that owns an Evo out there. You really have to carry a stolen one yeah. of those. I love the old photos. I think he was going through, uh, like coming down into part. I mean, snow-covered road, like everything. And he's just ripping through there. Mm-hmm. Snow flying off the back of the Literally, yeah. yeah. I don't have much history about the Rally Evo, other than the fact that there's a lot of shots of it in the air. Well, to pull the same card you did with Subaru, it was... Was also on hot version, ripping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Evo Six was mm-hmm. on rally tires, on that. asphalt. It did great too. Yeah. yeah, but I will say, Evos would almost be a. It would be a five for me, except Mitsubishi. Being Mitsubishi, being Mitsubishi, yep. went to garbage, yep. and so they don't make cool things anymore. No. And so that immediately yep. puts the Evo down to a four, solely because. Where Subaru picks up the slack in that regard, Evo dropped the ball. Dropped so what Austin's ball. saying is, solely because Mitsubishi makes what they are calling a Eclipse Cross. Oh That's trash. God. Yeah. So that would take that does the exact opposite of Subaru and takes it from a five to a four. What do you think, Dougie? So for me, I'm not basing my decision off of what Mitsubishi does now. Okay. Um, I will give it a five only because of how much I love Evos. Mm-hmm. Um, and future reference, by the way, when Josh gets his running, which should be soon, hit him up. I bet you he would be more than happy to let oh, you Oh, yeah, ride. I forgot. He does have one. And Wait, he's got a beautiful... He Josh, has a trans. Josh Smith. Yes, the Josh one that's Smith. The, it's blue, isn't it? No, it's silver. No, it's silver. Yep. His Miata's blue. His Miata, yeah. yeah, and then his, his dad owns a black one. Yep. As well. Constance has an Evo, too, doesn't she? Yes. yes. Oh, it's her. The blue one. That's Darren's. Okay. Holden Brook. Yes. Yeah. Constance is the one with. She's got the WRX. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, for, uh, definitely give me a five on this one for sure. I mean, 
friggin' Jackie Chan. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say yeah, that. Jackie Chan. Chan. We've been skipping that that part there. How um, many synergies do you think they went through making that movie? Oh, too many. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, regardless of, of Mitsubishi being a kind of a maintenance pig, I mean, so kind of being an understatement. Yeah. Uh, so is Subaru, but at the same time, it's like it's it's an icon. Uh, it's one of my Fast and Furious, Tokyo Fast, Drift. Yeah. See, my no, uh, don't don't say too fast and furious because that was a no, answer. No, I said Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yes, Tokyo Drift, yeah. and then they did all kinds of stuff with that car. But that's easily one of my probably one of my favorite like actual rally cars. Um, I rank that higher than a Colin McRae. Oh yeah, okay, I'm right there with you. So my whole point. thing is like where Subaru is unreliable, where Subaru is unreliable, like the Evo is. I'm more willing to put up with the Evo being unreliable. Than a, than a Subaru, and that's just personal bias. I well, hundred percent agree. It's a per, it's personal bias, but it's just like at the end of the day, if I have if both of them are broken, I'd still rather have an Evo. I'd rather look at a broken Evo than look at a broken yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Because because you go tell people you have an STI, a as long as you're not in the doctor's office, some people will give you a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> but if you tell people you have an Evo, and it's not about what just not about what people think, but there's there's an essence to that name. And because, I mean, the, I wish I could sit here and talk about the driving experience of that all day. That, of all the cars I've driven, still ranks number one. And it wasn't, like, no one was with me. I wasn't with, like, one of my best friends. I was on blood. And it, it still is one of the best driving experiences I've had. And you can get them for, like, 30 grand now. They went up to about, uh, like, 45. And then the bubble popped in. They're down to, like, 25, 30. That is a more than $30,000 driving experience. If you could go talk to me again this time last year before I bought my 8.6 and say, would you rather have this or an Evo 9? I would probably have rather had an Evo 9. Okay. I probably would have had a better chance of not blowing it up versus blowing up my 8.6. Ooh. That's bold. Oh, also, shout out to the Escort Fire Andos Evo. Sub 50 at Sakuba. No, it's in the... It's in the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah sub 50. Yeah. Car it's a 49.8. Car is a monster, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, yeah. The that's, white one that has all the arrow mm-hmm. and no headlights. It's got the center fan. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, it was yeah. earlier this year, right, when it Yeah, up. of all the cars that could go sub 50 at Sakuba. That's moving for people that give it to don't watch phone. Time Attack stuff. That yeah. that car, watching it, it, it almost looks fake. It, it looks rendered. It looks fake. Yeah. Which I think is, uh, I mean, I want to put my score, too. Uh, I'm going to do a three. For this, because I don't know much about it. You just gonna skip me? Oh, I'm sorry. Dang. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give it a four. A four? Yeah. I have a ton of bias back in my answer, and I will stay with that. But you? I'm gonna go with a four. Four? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty good score compared to a lot of other things that we have on this list too. How, how are we doing on time? Uh, I was about to say we're getting to the Pretty point to where I'm going to just do Spitball. a full on rapid fire real quick. Just you guys can say whichever one that you want. Obviously, mine is going to be the Volkswagen Polo R. That is one of my favorite. God, it sounds so Those good. Cool. It is modern rally. You know, a lot of people talk about Group B being crazy, which it was for the technology at the time and yeah. what they were doing. But modern rally is fast, it dude. Is, yes. It is terrifyingly fast. So. The Volkswagen Polo R and the Hyundai i20N, I believe is what it is. That's like the most recent car. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those, those newer those cars, are modern man, day. they are absolutely a rocket ship. My favorites. So, rolling into the... Oh, go ahead. Shout out to Toyota. In the midst of COVID. Yes. And everything else. 
and being known for making boring cars for the past however many years, ever since really the SD205 and the Mark IV Supra completely come in and they said, we're going to whiteboard this and they dropped the GR Yaris as a homologated streetcar and just start ripping in WRC. And even though we didn't get it at first, it's shout a, out to them. It's the thought that counts. Well, shout out to them because they <laughs> look at what the GR brand stands for now. Oh, yeah. You have one of the best driving manual, naturally aspirated rear wheel drive cars. You have the Supra, which is now in a manual, but again, because they listen, all three of the GR cars are manual. You have the option to get them in manual, mm-hmm. I should say. Take notes, car, car manufacturers. And it's, I, I get it, Toyota has the budget to do this because they, they exceed in so many other areas, trucks, three-row SUVs, you name it. But shout out to Toyota for in the midst of all these crazy financial ruin that everyone got put in during COVID and even, even after, for them to say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go back to our roots and we're going to care about the enthusiasts because the enthusiasts built this brand. Yep. And so right before Akio Toyota passed away, he was able to get all this GR stuff out and submitted. And now this new CEO, I love what he did. He, he said this about a month ago in a press conference. They were asking him his thought on EVs. And he said, we're going to build a hybrid V8 so good you'll forget about EVs. That's cool. Cadillac's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but... I just shout out to Toyota for their involvement in WRC, their interest to build the GR Yaris as a homologated streetcar and then do that for the GR Corolla. Because they didn't have to build the GR Corolla. They just did it for us. They did it. They're like, you know what? The Americans need a treat. So So, shout out to Toyota. Speaking of modern rally, I want to bring something up. Okay. Okay. That car rally. No one people don't talk about it enough. Montero. So crap. I forgot about the Pajero Evo. Oh, is that what you were going to... No, it's not. <laughs> He's, crying. He's crying. So, a Kamaz rally truck. I don't know if you guys are understanding what these are. The trucks are sick. Okay. They're those big, massive oh, trucks you yeah, see that are these. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Get a picture of one. Dude, that Dude. is sick. Oh, my God. So, That's a thing? So, yes. some stats on this. Okay. It has a 13-liter, six-cylinder engine making 1,150 horsepower. Well, that goes Diesel. Miata? Diesel. <laughs> so. Wait, how much torque does it make? I'm, it does All not tell torque. me, actually. So it makes how much horsepower? 1,100. 1,150 horsepower. Dude, that thing has to make at least like. 2,100 foot-pounds. Gotta be more than that. At least. Putting out close to like, 10 I, times the power of the truck. Or the, the weight of the truck. What? So, it looks like a school bus, but a. 50-50 weight distribution well, still. Oh. Oh, the Cummins, the so, so it has 50-50 weight distribution. That thing weighing looks... it at nine and a half tons. Oh my gosh. Big girl. Okay, she's a big girl. Holds a thousand liters of fuel. A thousand liters. Mm-hmm. And they go airborne. Bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine jumping nine and a half tons regularly. Uh, Each food. corner has four shocks. Four shocks? Four shocks. Imagine doing alignment on that. I would want to. And it probably wouldn't fit in my doorway. <laughs> it wouldn't even fit in your door. Yeah, it, would, uh, it wouldn't fit through the gates. Bro, I'd have to pull the string out. out in the, uh, in the yeah, yeah. I've got, uh, I've got two, and I've already forgot one, sadly. Old man brain. But the... Uh, man's 33. Hey, I still call it old man. Um, the Opal Manta. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. I got my second one. Sorry, there it goes. And one that not many people talk about. 
Toyota Corolla AE86. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They have a lot of rally history. The Specifically the coupe, mm-hmm. not the hatch. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But, I mean, if you ever watch rally crashes on YouTube, because everybody, as a car guy, has at some point in their life. For like eight hours, you're just sitting there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the perfect way to waste time. And you just watch them flipping through trees. But eight sixes are one of the popular drift cars uh, back in the day. Um, but, yeah, those are my two, like... Honorable mentions. The Opal Manta was going to be one I was going to mention too, so that worked out well. Yeah, Manta is one of my favorites too. Uh, reminds me of Montegra for the quad lights, for mm-hmm. circle lights, or the uh, the GT4. GT4. Mm-hmm. Um, another shout out to which I'm not really a fan of, but the Volvo 240. Yep, Volvo the, the flying the tank. Yep. Yes. Oh, best OEM seats of all time. And one more. They I don't look. To, I've never sat in them, but they don't look comfortable. They look like a no. They just look cool. And oh, I, 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 can't say the I feel like we'll all be burned at the stake if I don't mention this car. No, if you say the, the 911 okay. SCRS Group B car. Wait, there was a 911 Group B car. There was indeed. That's what the new year thing went away. But that's what the new Dakar is based off of. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yes, engine's in the wrong spot, but all right. So I want I did want to bring that up because they are super super cool. I actually went with the smaller three liter engine instead of the three point two they originally put in it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That's cool. But definitely wanted to throw that in there because it's a 911 rally car. You got one good, sir? I do. I, I just have one, but it's, it's a good one. I don't know. if you, you guys may have never even seen this car. Do you know the name Rod Millen? Yes. Oh, the, the, the Tacoma? No, that's Reese Millen. Never mind. Rod it's, Millen. It's his dad. Yes. I think so, yes. Reese Millen's dad is Rod Millen. Yes. His, his rally car, FCRX7 with oh, a 20B, all-wheel drive. Dude. That what? is that is yes. Reese Mellon's dad. Is there a picture of it? Yes. Oh, there's video of it. You have got to go look at this car, dude. It absolutely ripped. Pikes Peak back before it was paved. He did he did that. He did Pikes Peak. He did multiple. Well, the Millons did really well up there in Pikes Peak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this car absolutely mm. ripped. Wow, that's fantastic. Is it uh, white? It's white with the yellow, orange, and red. And yep. Blue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good delivery. That's how Jeff Gordon's car should Also, look. the FB rally car. <laughs> that was an uh, RX-7 FB rally car. Hmm. Yep. You know, factory-backed. So, I thought that was pretty cool, too. That's well, cool. Funny, the, night when I, the first time I'd ever heard Rod Millen, he's the one designed the uh, the, the infamous wing that's on the, mm-hmm. a lot of the Supras. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know so, that either. Yeah. Like, the you know, the... The heritage wing. The what wing there, but yeah. The now. cool yeah. wing. Uh, yeah. Special shout-out to a local rally team. Uh, oh, for yeah. those people who don't know, uh, in our local area, we actually have a true stage rally uh, rally team local in in Knoxville. They're called Bankrupt Motorsports. They mm-hmm. focus on Subarus. Um, they have one uh, GC8 that they use for stage rally, but they also have a secondary one they are building. Um, it actually used to be my coworker's daily driver, hmm. uh, believe it or not. But uh, yeah, they're they're, they're full um, two spec. Cade, full cages, uh, rally cars. Which, I think they make three hundred or three hundred and fifty to four hundred horsepower. Yeah, and they are full stage rally builds, and they do not and mess. What do they do? Like, like, do we have any of the, I guess, like rally stuff around here? No. So, um, I think the closest one they had was like Kentucky or something like that. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure. I want to go watch this. Um, I am hearing rumors about Chattanooga. Well, so Chattanooga had the uh-huh. thing. Uh, like, wasn't it like last month that I met with WRC last week? Yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, the that, guys with WRC. I had that, a meeting with them. It, it is it is a, 
uh, a possible thing in the near future. Be oh, it's not even possible is an understatement. One twenty nine so, took at the rally stage. Let's so go. they're doing an event <laughs> September eighth and ninth. Mm-hmm. That's going to be kind of their test for yeah, next it's like year. a test. Yeah, yeah. So it's for next year. They already have the whole thing planned out. Vendors, all that. That'll be sick. And then next year, Ford is back in the whole thing. That's cool. oh, Ford. Ford? Ford. So, fun fact about Ford. Oh, throw it in there. Perfect. Yes, perfect. Perfect segue. So, perfect little segue with Ford here. Those of you that did not know, the 2003 Ford Focus RS WRC car. Mark 1 RS. The hatchback? Yes. Yes. The ugly one. Uh, the, yeah, the ugly one. Uh, so, this car and this team was caught, I'm going to put this in quotations, cheating in WRC. And what I mean by, I'm going to put this in quotations, was I mentioned earlier the restrictor plates for the turbos. Well, Ford switched for the 2003 season for WRC. Ford switched to the larger U.S. spec rear bumper. And what they did was they put, I think it was like a 30, it was like, it was a 30 something, no, it was 32 liter or something gallon titanium compressed tank. All it did was hold compressed air. So when they let off throttle, it instead of, you know, just blowing it off, yeah. it would route the compressed air that had already ran through the turbo ran through the turbo and through the restrictor plate into the tank. It got back on throttle, full throttle, it in. would open the valve and it would pull air cold air from the tank and into the engine. And it was 100% legal, but they were like, they had massive protests about it. They're yeah. like, hey guys, you, you can't do this. Pressurizing a fuel tank is a sketchy thing. It wasn't a fuel tank. No, okay. No, it was a it was literally a air tank. Okay. Made gotcha. out of titanium. How did they figure this stuff out? Oh my god. Yeah, for anybody listening, if you look into like all the alleged cheating thing, there's like a whole list of times teams have been quote-unquote, caught cheating. But it's, it's pretty cool to see some of the stuff that uh, people came up with. It makes you think. Uh, speaking of that, the, mo- the most cheating guy ever, uh, Smokey. Yes! Smokey. Uh, the Smokey. legendary. Yeah, the legendary. Smokey. Uh, I forgot his name, last name. Smokey Nagata. No, not Nagata. Oh. Um, Smokey, Smokey the Bandit. Smokey the Bandit. Smokey the Bandit. Mr. Bandit. One of his things was cheating was, uh, was fuel lines in a tank. So they were NASCAR was limited to a certain gallon tank, but what he would do is he would run the same tank but run huge, huge fuel, fuel lines. So, yeah. so you can still hold like another three gallons of gas. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, he went, he went around them through the frame rail back and forth. Yes. Yeah, he, he had, used like, to claim he could drive like what was it like fifteen laps on an empty tank. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I mean, there's so many more things. He's also notorious for building a, a what, sixty sixty fourths. Scale Chevelle. Mm-hmm. It's the same size Chevelle, just yeah. a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. But to the naked eye, people couldn't tell, but it was actually smaller. Huh. Uh, there's the basketball. We can go on field, for the, the basketball, 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 basketball tank. tank. Oh, yeah, basketball. Field or too. the cigarette butts in the combustion chamber. Is this all the same guy? Yeah. All the same guy. Yes. <laughs> or, yeah. What is the cigarette in the combustion chamber? Dude? So it literally uh, decom- it, it takes away like compression ratio. It makes your compression ratio... Huh. Uh, not as large, like until it you'd go out. from like yeah, you'd go from like a twelve to like eleven and a half or something. Hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, Daryl Walter back in, in the whole late eighties, 
uh, put uh, buckshot in his uh, fuel <laughs> in, in his frame rails because mm-hmm. it would add excessive uh, weight and to downforce. Yeah. They're just reaching for anything. Like, oh, there was anything. NASCAR was crazy. And how he got found out was somebody jacked the car up during a pit stop and, and mixed and got the jack. shot. Wow. Uh, no, it missed missed the jack point and pinched the, the, the rail and all the buckshot fell out around the corners. Oh, I thought you were going to say it went off. No, that would be insane. <laughs> People are probably like, what is this? I don't think it was actual, like, it might have been BBs. It could have been yeah. like something that wasn't lead weight. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee it, he probably cracked open a case of buckshot and threw it in there. Uh, probably so. Yeah. So the registry. <laughs> that pneumatic tank that I was talking about uh, from Ford, it was forty-five liters, is what it held. It was made out of two millimeter thick titanium, and it was thirty millimeters wide. Okay. I would have never thought that that would have been in that car. And it was it was a mostly hidden system. Insane. The only way that 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 WRC actually found it was because of a whistleblower. Yeah. But I think it's a good way to end it. Thank you guys for listening. Wait, you got one more thing? I have our topic for next week. If you want to do it, I got one minute. Go. Oh God. Okay. Topic for next week is dream car on dream track, and you get three laps. Whatever car. SR. Dead. Oh, dead. <laughs> but like our cars that we yeah, did. Sorry, do, you remember, do you remember like our cars that we did last week? Mm-hmm. So not like that, like from factory car, on a track, by yourself. What are you picking? <gasps> Until like next built week. or just what was that? Like yeah. a built car or just like from the factory? Like you could get it on Gran Turismo. So it can be a smoking Nagata car. Okay. Or it can be a factory car. It can be a race car. Okay. But like it, like I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh, it's a Miata with. This and I did no, like you would have to be able to like go to a shop and yeah. buy this car. Okay. But until next week, we'll find out. But guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, we have tons of more rally cars. Uh, Austin is over there with his bag of leather rally cars, and we didn't get the same today. So we need to make a separate list. I wish I had a website that I could post everything to, which I do. I might I might start putting Ooh, plug podcast. The 129tokyo.com. Yeah. Check it out. Get you some merch. Might go ahead and start plugging some podcast notes. Get some that merch. I'm about out. I need to, re- I need to refresh. <laughs> He's wearing the merch shirt, too. If, if you am. order it, you'll be forced to get more. That's an original shirt. Too. You should do something for, do like a Patreon and do like if they listen to the podcast and they plug in a certain code when they order, mm-hmm. they get a discount. That so if you listen cool. all the way through or, you know, to at a certain point in the podcast, you plug the keyword. They use that at checkout. They get a discount on shirt or something. I've been yeah. trying to get this man to do that for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it to the list. But hopefully, hopefully you guys learned some stuff about rally cars. I definitely learned a lot about cheating um, <laughs> and <laughs> some cool techniques that you can use in WRC and uh, the infamous Group B. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it was a longer episode, but it was very detailed and very broad. So we'll see you guys next week with our fantasy. Fantasy track day. Fantasy track day. I like that. Okay. But hope you guys have a fantastic day. And as always, keep hitting the pass. We'll see you next week.